Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with November 24th, 1910, pages 54 through 56. November 24th, 1910. Whenever our spirit is troubled by thoughts arising from our imperfect nature or from the evil spirit, we should spend more time in prayer so that our will, strengthened by prayer, would be better able to resist temptation. But when temptations have diminished or have almost disappeared, when good and holy desires, longings, and aspirations have taken their place, when we no longer have such a pressing need to combat our enemy, then we may devote less time to prayer. Of course, generally speaking, we must pray constantly, but that can be done everywhere and at all times, not only when we are on our knees in chapel. We should try to get into the habit of a constant spirit of prayer while walking, during working hours, especially if what we are doing does not tax the mind too much, or whenever we have a free moment while passing from one job to another or even while conversing with people, in a word, everywhere and at all times. Such brief aspirations, such momentary elevations of the Spirit toward heaven, and such stirrings of love for God and man, such quick glances at all things in the light of eternity, do not require that we set aside any special time and do not interfere with our work, but on the contrary, are a source of refreshment. We ought to acquire this habit of constant prayer, in our active life, it is absolutely necessary that we acquire this habit of prayer. We must seize those moments which can so easily slip away and elude us, those freer moments, and turn them into prayer. When a person has practiced this for some time, almost before he knows it, his spirit seems to rise up to God spontaneously. It rushes heavenward almost effortlessly. And then, what light it receives! what holy desires it experiences, what strength fills the will. If we do not learn to convert these, those fleeting moments into prayer, they will flash by like lightning. And what is worse, we will lose those free moments completely. The mind is constantly at work, and our thoughts are always busy about something or other. If they do not rise toward God, if we do not direct them toward holy things, they will rove about somewhere else, often aimlessly, chasing the wind, as it were. Then we tend to ponder some unpleasant incident, think about ourselves, and feed our self-love. As a result, we become more fatigued than if the mind were concentrating on some intellectual task, the nerves are agitated, and our inner peace is disturbed." Happy is the person who learns to take those these short breaks from his work to rise up to God and rest in Him. Since our way of life does not allow us to devote long hours to prayer, we need to acquire this habit of interior prayer, of constantly lifting up mind and heart to God. How much time is lost in useless and empty thoughts? A person is aware that he is thinking about something— but he hardly knows about what. The mind continues to work and even becomes weary, but there is no productive result, only wool gathering. 
would it not be more worthwhile in every respect to direct our mind and our spirit toward God and toward holy things? Let us learn to remain and to walk in the presence of God, always prepared to do whatever is most pleasing to Him, and our soul will be immersed in prayer. In this way, no matter how busy we are, we, are always, we will always have time for prayer. A much higher degree of holiness is required to be able to live in union with God everywhere, at all times, and in all circumstances, to keep Him in our heart, no matter what we are doing or whom we may be with, to long for Him and to love Him all the time, not only when we are on our knees in chapel saying our prayers. Happy is the person who is able to rest in the Lord and to remain in union with Him, no matter how hard he is working for the greater glory of God. Anyone who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. That's 1 Corinthians 6, verse 17. This entry in the Journal of Blessed George reminds me of the temptation of Jesus in the desert. The temptations came towards the end of the 40 days when Jesus was tired and hungry and at his weakest point from a human point of view. Blessed George says that we need to pray more when we are bothered by thoughts regarding our imperfections or temptations from the evil one. The devil is the accuser who always wants to drive us to despair. So we need to strength the strength that comes from prayer. We can resist the temptations in this way. We should never try to face alone uh, these kind of temptations without the help of the Lord. Blessed George writes about how much prayer time is needed. He was a member of an apostolic religious community. He was not a monk like a Trappist or a Cistercian. God called on him to take care of many temporal things in the world. But Blessed George knew that he needed the strength that comes from prayer. It is the same thing for lay people living in the world. You don't have the luxury of devoting hours of the day to prayer as a monk or a cloistered sister can do. But some time for prayer is needed so that your work is productive and fruitful. Blessed George again mentions inserting a little prayer time into the midst of everyday activities. Lifting our minds and hearts to God briefly during the day is essential to remind ourselves that God is always near. We are never alone. Blessed George laments how much time we lose in useless and empty thoughts. Let us walk in the presence of God. Let's speak to him always. Jesus, I trust in you. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you, with confidence, promising to live from now on 
with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.